0: hello 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 hi there we're the radical remnant everyone anyone one god welcome to our podcast channel today we bring you a playback of sunday's charge up we hope that you listen with your spirit and are blessed okay um today (laughs) the title is interesting it says are you stuck yet are you stuck yet is there anyone here who feels a little bit stuck? Not stuck like you don't know what you're doing or whatever, but just like you're in a tight space or something isn't
1: aligning. Anyone? Anyone? Okay, one person. I'll try to check the temperature of the room. Okay, Tony says this was me last week and i says yes okay i felt very
0: strongly god was waking us up like okay the year you know how when the year starts it's like a gradual you know you pick up small by small you know sometimes you have really large goals but after a while you now say it's okay it's okay you know let me just take it easy right and then you try and find your pace um, please feel free to interrupt, like comment on mute. This is not a teacher and a student kind of conversation. Um, and there's no way that you start your journey with God and you, at different points, you don't wonder, did God send me? Is this God? Um, what am I supposed to do? Is he only me? now wow you know difference i don't know feel free to unmute and contribute your own um exclamation any other exclamations what are the things you say to god when you're just like what's what's really what's
1: really good what's going on anybody
0: wake up oh hi well when the prayers too deep every uh-huh, said god i beg anna said have i offended you may i say that one you look know, like god how far now The one i have been saying is this is enough you know and the thing about it is that i sense very strongly that god is not just waking us up god is trying to remind us that we can't do this thing called life without him turn with me to psalm 18 anyone
1: anyone 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 If you're there, say I.
0: Okay, I'm just going to read it. Psalm 18, verse one says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise and I'm saved from my enemies. Many times when you're reading the Bible, Because of the languaging, it can just sound very, uh, you know, um, the the meaning can get lost somehow. But I want to break something down to you. You see, when David was writing a lot of this, can anybody tell me the situation he was in? Anybody? There's some some biblical ethicals here. I I think he was running from Saul, maybe? Thank you. He was running from Saul. And please note some words here. He said, the Lord is my strength. Has anybody here been feeling rather weak and tired? Anybody? Two people. Just, just one out. He says, the Lord is my strength. Then he said, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. The rock in, in this regard is like somewhere you can go and lean on while also hiding. For you, the rock may be a friend, the rock may be family, the rock may be radical remnant. Somewhere you go and you feel, let me just lean on this while I breathe. The active word there from what Mega said is he was what? Running. He hadn't finished running. He was still running. But he knew that God was his rock. So imagine someone who has been running, not for days, for weeks, months, just running for something that he did not do. He didn't do anything. As Tenny said, he didn't offend and he didn't do anything. Do you understand? But life, as we say, was life in David's life. And a lot of times when we read the Bible, we read it like I say, like as if it's a story, but this was someone's life. And you may feel like you've been moving and moving and moving and you are exhausted. And the exhaustion isn't like, Just physical exhaustion. The exhaustion isn't that you are lazy. You are just weary. You feel heavy. Anybody? Anybody here felt like that? And so when David said, the Lord is my walk, my fortress, my deliverer, I want you to understand David's state of mind. Turn very quickly with me, for those of you who want to, to 1 Samuel chapter 23. You see David was running from Saul
1: and it was without
0: some type of plan. It wasn't like he said for 2 days I will run, then I will rest for 1 day. You know there was no itinerary to this his running, this escape, right? It happened suddenly. He wasn't given notice. He didn't know when it was going to stop, but he knew how it was going to end and he knew who he needed. In 1 Samuel 23, verse 22, Saul has done is doing everything he can to figure David out. And he says, go and make further preparation. Find out where David usually goes and who has seen him there. They tell me he is very crafty. Find out about all the hiding places he uses and come back to me with definite information keep this in mind just before this in chapter 22 while, be- while david is trying to figure out where to keep his parents he says in first samuel 22 he said to a priest he said would you let my father and mother come and stay with you until i learn what god will do for me it's so weird i was reading that and it stayed with me until I learned what God will do for me. What does that when you hear that? What do you think? Anybody? Until I learn what God will do for me. Anybody?
1: It's like uncertainty.
0: Thank you. Uncertainty. There's, there's no wrong answer here because again, I'm not David. When you hear David say, Please help me keep my parents until I learn what God will do for me. Anything else? What comes to your mind? Yeah, trust. 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 Uh, He's holding on. Patience. Patience. He's still holding on to this rock and salvation. You see, the Psalms are not uh, after 1 Samuel, right? But it doesn't mean what was written there happened after. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to get you to the mind of David. And I want to teach you something today. David still held on to God, and you see, we look at David, and many times when you read about people in the Bible, there's this way we excuse this word, sanctify them, we subconsciously make them holier than we are. Who does that? You know you're reading about the person, and you're like oh, it would should be as easy for David to do me. This is my own Christianity, it still has k legs, so. I'm just trying. Who says, how many, how many of us belittle our Christianity? How many people? Where you are with God. Eri, thank you for being honest. Anna, thank you. Thank you. All right. And so Saul is looking. He's trying to get, as we say, intel on David. And I find it interesting that he says, find out where David usually goes and who has seen him there. They tell me he's very crafty. Find out all about the hiding places he uses. Come back with definite information and then just right after that in verse 25 it says Saul and his men began the search and when David was told about it he went down to the rock and stayed in the desert in verse 26 it says Saul was going along one side of the mountain and David and his men were on the other side what I'm trying to say to you is this When David goes in Psalm 18 and says, I love you, O Lord, you are my strength. The Lord is my rock and my deliverer. And when we read and hear that he's expressing, he's being expressed as somebody who is crafty. And they say, find out about the hiding places he uses. A lot of us, when we get stuck, because David was stuck, right? A lot of us, when we get stuck, forget God is our rock. That is when we, we suddenly tune into this, I will use my wisdom, worldly wisdom. We start trying to help God. We don't know how to, as Tenny said, trust in, as Tekena said, an uncertain time. We Most of us, most of us don't know how to be still. We need answers now. We need the fix now. But what David did was he went into his hiding place. And if you look at Psalm 91, it says, he who dwells in the secret place, a secret place is like a what? A hiding place. Yesterday, my my kids, you'll never believe they are 10 years apart. And don't ask me why, because good, yeah. They were playing hide and seek. And it's so weird that Laide who is older couldn't find Lula for the longest time like legit, legitimately, she couldn't, we were in, in, in Belgravia and she couldn't find Lula. Because Lula had mastered, whenever she's there, she masters different corners in the apartment that I would never think to even, you know, going behind the TV. And the thing I noticed is that because Lula is smaller, she can fit into those hiding spaces. What I'm trying to say is you need to decrease so God can increase. You need to be small. In the situation so god can be big in the situation it's not going to be about Tenny conquered it it's going to be about god did it do you understand what i'm saying and when david says when when saul says i understand david is crafting you see the thing is i want to ask you how are you tuned what channel are you tuned to saul was trying to figure david out and he couldn't he was trying to use his own worldly intelligence he said come back with definite information. I hear that he's crafty. Most of us, there's too much access to you. There's too much information that you give out. You are not in the secret place. You don't know how to pause and go to God. You know how to pick the phone and call a human before you kneel down and call on God. And that's the problem. And the prayer to God most of the time is very mechanical. It's very microwave. You don't know how to just stay. David was stuck, or you see, as Saul was going this way, David was going like this, because his mindset was, until I see what God will do, and they said, I want to know his hiding place, I want to know your own hiding place. Psalm 91 says, he that dwells in the secret place of the most, High shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I, what did Tennessee say, trust. Surely he will deliver me, surely, surely meaning there's no doubt in my mind. I will stay here until I see what the Lord will do. You see, many of you are stuck many of us are stuck because we are like yo-yos we start with god then end with us we start with god then end with them we start with god then end with nothing because we can't be consistent many of us are religious in the way we deal with god god wants your heart he doesn't want performance he says have you ever asked me why i saved you is your goal just to make heaven He said you are larger than that. I am in you. Where is your impact? Come to the hiding place. The reason you are stuck is because I want you to come to the hiding place so that you can begin to know me as your rock, know me as your refuge, know me as your source. There's a worship song within you. There's a testimony within you. There are stories to be told that are still within you. There's power when you speak. And the thing about it is that when we start to lean on self, three things definitely will happen. You will get weary. If I mention something that you are just put through your finger like this one, right? You will get weary. If you are weary, put your finger up. If you feel weary, you will go in a place where you will feel lost you will start needing directions. And you know, people who need directions, most of the time, instead of them to say, please, I don't know where I'm going, they'll be saying, maybe if I turn left like this, have you done that? Instead of following Google Maps or whoever, even if I just turn left, the place is over there, they'll use their own mind. The last thing is that you'll be exposed to variables because you are not trusting God to lead you. Every other thing will begin to seem like an option and then confusion comes in. When you go deeper and you stay in the spirit, when you are led by God and you see in the spirit, your life is different. You see, Jesus would have done this salvation thing, saved your soul and and that's it. He left you with the Holy Spirit. It's like you have this God is within you. You understand? You have access, you have power, you have this majestic royalty within you and you just don't tap into as you should. Many of us, you know, it's like um, everybody here at this was born when they were CDs. Do you understand? But most, most times when you're buying a car or whatever, or you move into a new place, there's nothing for CD again. HMV and all those places are closed. Why? Because it's obsolete. Many of us are still on a CD level. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? it's like the Holy Spirit is like technology. There's always something new. There's always an update. There's always something new for you to quickly learn. And the thing about it is when you don't do the, you know, it's like iPhones, right? When, if, if you maybe have the wrong charger or, you know, the wrong earphone, you know how they stop doing the earphone that is like the auxiliary one. You know, you just be like an olodo looking for how you want to listen to whatever it is you want to listen to. There are different things happening in the spirit. And you see, I think many of us are afraid to live in the spirit. I think many of us are also too lazy to come into the spirit, to come to start to see things from a different perspective. You see, when you start
1: to get what the Holy Spirit is saying, some things won't bother you anymore. There are, some, there are
0: some conversations you will even have. Do you understand? It's like, it's like Tenny sitting somewhere, and they are saying that Lami something, something. That's how she was in Lagos. And she was something, something, something yesterday. And Tenny knows that he just saw me in London. You know, he's not going to start saying, uh-uh. He'll just, just be looking like. me. Do you understand? There's some things, there's some information, there's some intelligence, there's some knowledge God wants to create through you that is only going to be accessed when you enter the hiding place. So if you are not yet stuck, then uh, this message is not for you. But if you are stuck, if you've gotten to places where you are weary, you are tired, you are not sure, there are decisions you need to make, you know, in this situation, Saul was coming after. David. but in this context that i'm saying to you life is coming after you are you not usually the odd one out in spaces yes or no yes or no answer me back now it's lonely over here yes friends is it not most times people are talking and the frequency is not that you are being arrogant but it's here and you are here so it's lonely up here and god is saying continue do you get, don't bring yourself to the basic level. Don't say because, oh, um, you know, you don't want to, so, so, to feel bad. You now go, go back and be using uh, obsolete ideas. I'm asking you, where is your hiding place? This is a time, you know, there was a season where we did the boot camp. Who was part of the boot camp? We prayed in the morning, we prayed in the night, and it was fire. It was amazing, wasn't it? This season, God is saying he wants us to come into the sacred place. He wants to reveal certain things. And it's an individual thing. Do you understand? It's not a thing where that's why I believe the Holy Spirit led us to pray at the beginning of this. So wherever you are, eh, I don't don't want to come here to, today is not like I'm preaching. I'm almost begging. I'm almost kneeling down to say tap into what the Holy Spirit is is doing. Come into the secret place. When I say, are you stuck yet? I'm hoping your answer is yes. Because when you are stuck, you can put up your hand so someone can pull you out. Or you can stay there hoping nobody will see that you are stuck. And before me, this was where I really wanted to be. David didn't intend to be chased by anybody. But life was happening. And it was over a period of time. Do you understand? But as Tenny said, there was trust. He said, until I know what God is going to do. Stop complaining. Don't stop complaining. Stop, stop. You know, my daughter whines a lot these days. And I'm like, Lula, stop whining. David didn't whine. He didn't say, hey, who is me? I am here. Hey, this life for oh, Nawa. Wow. First, I killed Goliath. That one was not enough for Nawa for Solo. Can do you understand? He kept moving forward. He kept moving. I don't want you to get so stuck, so weary, so lost that you don't realize that all that is navigation for God to become your rock, for God to become your secret place, for you to be desperate and say, I'm lost, I'm stuck, or I'm exhausted, or I need to know what's up. For you to be still, and know that he is God. God wants to establish a certain level of trust between you and him, that you can say, surely he will deliver me. There's no single-mindedness in today's world. Many people are double-minded when it comes to Christianity. We don't know where we stand. We're still ashamed to talk about God. We're still not sure how to say the caption because we don't want to sound somehow. Saul did not care. Saul came, he became a Christian, he moved on. Let me tell you something. The people on the other side, the souls, the the souls of this world, i.e., the soul in the Old Testament, not Saul that became Paul, Saul that was chasing David, did not care about David's feelings. Do you understand? In the world that you live in today, numerically there are many Christians, but when you, you look at impact, it's like. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's time for you to ask yourself, do I just want to be here? Do I just want to be ordinary? I just want to read a few things for you and whichever one sticks with you, just start to pray on it, okay? Whatever sticks with you, just start to pray on it. I'm not going to, um. what's the word? I'm not going to leave only one word. I'll. I'm going to share and then whatever sticks with you stay with it okay and remember that our posture was standing so i'm going to as i read the scripture whichever word just hits your heart and helps you reaches out to you speaks to you just stand on it and start to pray isaiah 30 verse 21 says and your ears shall hear a word behind you saying this is the way walk in it when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. Proverbs 16, verse 9 says, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6 say, trust in the Lord with all your heart, not some of your heart, not a little bit of your heart, not trust in the Lord with all your heart some days, or when you feel like it, or when you are motivated. Trust in the Lord with all your heart all the time and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways not some of your ways not sometimes in all your ways acknowledge him and what will he do he will make your path straight proverbs 3 sorry romans 12 verses 1 and 2 it says i appeal to you therefore brothers i appeal to you radical remnant by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is, your, which is your spiritual worship. For many of us, we've been coming to God in a way that is not in spirit and in truth. It's, all, it's been about us, not about God. He said, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God is. You see, the testing is part of being stuck it says by testing you may discern what the will of god is what is good acceptable and perfect i appeal to you we've been talking about transformation we've been coming here and talking about what real christianity looks like we don't want to do this thing called life half and half if you are minimally discerning you will see that the world that we live in i say it all the time there's strange things happening and i just want you to know that
1: as as we move in life
0: doing this thing in a double-minded way is not going to work and god is not asking for perfectional. No. All what i'm saying is not that god is saying hey get your life right if not mm-mm. He's saying that he wants you to bring your heart for him to transform you. And he wants you to stop leaning on your own understanding. For many of us, I too know it's too much. For many of us, our own wisdom supersedes God's wisdom. And the wisdom sounds good, but is it God? And Revelation 3 verse 16 says, I know your deeds. You are neither cold nor hot. How I wish you were one or the other. Because you are lukewarm neither hot or cold i'm about to vomit you out of my mouth so god isn't looking for perfection or pretense he desires your heart he wants you to come to him hosea 6 verse 6 says i don't want your sacrifices i want your love i don't want your offerings i want you to know me first samuel 15 verse 22 and i end on this it says has the has the lord as great the lord has great the lord doesn't have great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices As in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to listen better than the fat of rams. Whichever scripture has spoken to you, please just pray on it for the next five minutes as we round up. Whichever word has spoken to you, the posture is standing. The posture is standing. So if you can, unless you are ill or you are somewhere where something is going on, stand and be counted and pray the scripture. I will continue to read the scriptures out to continue to put you in a place where you are understanding and there's revelation. To the glory of God, Isaiah, 30 verse 21 says and your ear shall hear a word behind you saying this is the way walk in it when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left proverbs 16 verse 9 says the heart of man plants his way but the lord establishes his steps proverbs 3 5 and 6 says trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 says, I appeal to you, therefore, by the mercies of God, present your bodies, present your lives, present your heart, your soul, your mind, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. My brothers, my sisters, I just
1: ask that We have sincere conversations with God. Admit where you're stuck. And let's stop playing in the kiddies pool. Let's stop using our mind to figure life
0: out. For you to be an acceptable offering, for you to be able to walk in purpose, for you to live, abundantly for you to maximize the potential that God has put inside of you for you to fully discover your identity your purpose for you to fully understand your capacity and sit in God you need to give your life to Christ and in giving your life to Christ you need to be able to commit to a life that is different from the way the world intends for it to look And it's not how your mind thinks. Don't use anybody else's description of Christianity to do yours. It's about Jesus, it's about God.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
0: When the saints gathered, In the Bible, Acts of Apostles, when they gathered and they prayed and they spoke in tongues of fire, the Spirit of God was there. When Saul sent people to chase after David, they met in a bundle and all of a sudden the people who were the enemy started to prophesy. What I'm trying to say to you is that the Spirit of God is powerful. So wherever you are, please speak to the Holy Spirit and say, please
1: just lead me. I can't do this thing by myself. Holy
0: Spirit, speak to me. Speak to me, Holy Spirit. Lead me, guide me. I pray for a pouring out of the Spirit over every single person under my voice, particularly those who are in that posture of standing, saying help. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. And that concludes Charge Up for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed by that. For more wholesome, edifying content, and to learn more about us, please head over to our Instagram page, at The Radical Remnant. Also join us live for Charge up on Sunday. We've reserved a spot just for you. All the details can be found on our Instagram. Once again, we're The Radical Remnant. Everyone, anyone, one God.